we will probably finish up tonight what we've been talking about the covenants um, and I think everybody has got a good um, understanding of what a covenant is and knowing that God is a covenant God and that God deals with people through covenant that's how he works and um, he's done it from the beginning and he will continue to do it right on up past past the second coming into the millennial kingdom and which we're going to be talking about tonight uh, in the uh, final covenant that we're going to be talking about. And there's some other small covenants throughout the Bible uh, that God made with individuals, different ones and different things at different times. But these, we've been covering our major covenants. Tonight we're going to be talking about the kingdom covenant. Uh, and uh, uh, what that consists of. Of course, the, the kingdom covenant, uh, we are talking about the millennial kingdom. Now, for some reason, a lot of people have a difficult time understanding the millennial kingdom and what it means. And we spent a long time talking about the millennial kingdom on Wednesday night, uh, and um, and we didn't but just scratched the surface when we did. The Bible has got an awful lot to say. Uh, the majority of the things that's not been fulfilled in the Old Testament has to do with the Millennial Kingdom. And there's still a lot of things in the Old Testament that's not come to pass yet, and it will come to pass in the Millennial Kingdom. But... Um, we're going to go on and get started because we're already, I'm looking at the clock, it's quarter after eight, and that's, uh, we want to finish this one out. And we find this one in Jeremiah chapter 31. Jeremiah chapter 31, and we're going to read from verse 31 through 34. And, uh, and let's read and see what the scripture says. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Now, the reason why he says with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, if you remember, uh, that was divided after Solomon. Uh, when Solomon passed away, the nation of Israel was divided between the north and the south. And uh, kind of like if you think about the north and the south of the United States, uh, uh, under the skillful leadership and a man who believed in the Bible and believed in prayer, a, a president, Abraham Lincoln, uh, he was able to uh, bring the nation back together but Israel has never never did come back together after their division uh, Israel was the northern half and the southern half was called the house of Judah so that's why you have a distinction here between the house of Israel and the house of Judah let's continue to read he said he's going to make his new covenant not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them from the hand and took, took them by the hand and led them out of the land of Egypt. 
my covenant, which they broke, though I was husband to them, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord. For they all shall know me from the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and their sin. I will remember no more. Now, some people... Uh, they read this and and they say, well, this is the covenant that we're under today. This is not the covenant that we're under today. Uh, and if you read these scriptures uh, and uh, and rightly divide them and uh, see what they're saying, you will find that out. Now, I'm going to break this down in a minute. Uh, so I hopefully that everybody, we all can be on the same page and you can see where I'm coming about, coming from, that this covenant here is one that's going to be after the one that we're under right now. Uh, let me give you some things about it. The type, this covenant, the type of covenant is an unconditional covenant, uh, We've been talking about each covenant. Some of them have been conditional. Some of them are unconditional. This this covenant is going to be an unconditional covenant. Uh, the primary recipients of this covenant is the nation of Israel. Uh, is the primary uh, recipients. The time period is Christ's millennial reign when Jesus sets up reign on this earth. Uh, the position of the church uh, under this covenant is we're going to be reigning with him. Hallelujah. Uh, we're going to be reigning. Now, let me stop to say this. Uh, there, are, there are some people believe in what is called a replacement theology. And replacement theology believes that the church takes the place completely of the nation of Israel. I find no scripture to back that up. I do not believe that the church is going to take Israel's place I believe there's promises that God made to the nation of Israel that's yet to be fulfilled, and God will fulfill that. Hallelujah. Amen. God has got a particular place for Israel, and then there's a particular place for the church. We're going to be reigning with Christ in the, on, on this earth. Amen. And the, the church is literally going to be reigning over uh, uh, the, uh, the nation of Israel. During the millennial kingdom. Now let me uh, let let's go back to those scriptures. I got one more set of scriptures that I want to read, but I want to go back to the ones that we read here, Jeremiah chapter thirty-one. Uh, and uh, let's see, let, let's break this down. I want to I want to show you that this here covenant is different. 
than what we're under right now, the covenant of grace. And we talked about that last week. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. All right, number one, this covenant is going to be primarily to the Jewish people. Uh, and uh, that's the primary recipients. All right, go ahead with the next verse. Not according to the covenants that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them from the, uh, by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant, which they broke, remember that? We talked about that, the Mosaic covenant, I mean, and uh, the Ten Commandments and all, and all that stuff. My covenant, which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. Okay, let's continue. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. Hallelujah. All right. For, now, here you go. This, this right here is the biggest clue to let you know this is a different time period than where we're at right now. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me. We got the fivefold ministry still at work today, which the basis of that is to teach and equip uh, and to perfect God's people, the church. We're still under teaching. Hallelujah. But this covenant in that day, there's not going to be no teaching. Hallelujah. It's kind of, uh, there ain't going to be no need for the, uh, for the pastor and the teacher. And, and all, on, on this, on this, on this, the kingdom of Christ, God is going to supernaturally put all his laws in the hearts of every man. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother saying know the Lord for they all shall know me God is going to do a supernatural work after the battle of Armageddon and all uh, and the devil is, is thrown into uh, the bottomless pit for a thousand years uh, amen for that, that reign of peace upon this earth it's going to be a tremendous time and God's, God's word is going to be placed in the heart of all his people in the Jews first, and of course, we uh, uh, have already received it, and we have it. He said, from the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and their sin while I remember no more. Um, although the Jews are God's chosen people, yet the Jews right now are still in darkness. They're still in darkness. They don't know. They're in the same predicament right now they was when Jesus came the first time and they said, away with him, crucify him. They still don't know who he is. The nation of Israel, they still, I mean, they're, they're, they're following, uh, you know, and looking for the Messiah to come the first time. When we know he's already come the first time. Hallelujah. They're still looking for him to come the first time. They still don't have knowledge. 
God is going to give them that knowledge to keep the promise that he made. Again, God does not break covenant. Now, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to give you scriptures and listen church, there's so many scriptures in the Bible that backs all this up I'm telling you and supports all of this. I'm going to give you some uh, uh, that time's allowed. I want us to uh, understand the contrast between Israel and the church and how that they are, they ha always have been and always will be separate. We're going to go to Romans chapter 11, and we're going to begin to read in verse 25 and read down to about the 31st verse. Now, I'm going to read slow, and I want you to look at this uh, and, and, and follow it because this is a, uh, gives us a contrast of a difference between the Jew, Jewish nation and the church. Uh, for I do not desire, brethren, now this is the Apostle Paul talking, I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery. All right. First of all, this is something that Paul says we all need to understand. This is something that we we shouldn't say, well, you know, I mean, uh, it's a little difficult, and uh, I, I don't think I'll mess with it. But Paul, under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, says, I don't want you to be ignorant of this. This is something that you need to understand. This is something that's important, okay? Um, so he said, for I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. All right, next verse. And so, look at this, look at this, please. All Israel will be saved. That's a promise God made to the The church has not taken the place of Israel. What happened to them happened so that we Gentiles could have a chance. And we're going to see this before we get through reading all this. And so all Israel will be saved. God says, look, I ain't gave up on Israel. I ain't throwed them away. Hallelujah. Amen. This is... And, and Paul said, remember now, don't be ignorant of this. I want you to understand this. All of Israel is going to be saved. That is written, the deliverer will come out of Zion, and he will turn away the ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant. Now, this right here is the same thing that he's talking about in Jeremiah. <laughs> For this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. If you'll remember, what we read in Jeremiah, he's talking about taking away their sins. Concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sakes. My. But concerning the election, they are beloved for the sake of the fathers. The fathers, hallelujah. Abraham, Isaac, that's who he's talking about. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. The regular King James Version says without repentance. Irrevocable. 
For as you were once disobedient, talk, now he's talking to Gentiles now. For as you once uh, were once disobedient to God, yet have now obtained mercy through their disobedience, or the Jews. Even so, these also have now been disobedient, that through the mercy shown you, they also may obtain mercy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My, my, my. Hallelujah. Uh, if I had the time, and, and the Scripture says, this is one reason why that we don't have nothing to brag about. Because the Bible says, well, let me, let me put it this way. You know, in the field of uh, uh, in the field of love, let's put it that way. Sometimes girls or boys will show interest in somebody else so they can make somebody else jealous. You follow what I'm saying? I, I this, they'll say, "Look here, I've got this this dude over here. He's not paying me enough attention. I think I'll make him jealous to get his attention." Uh, everybody, follow what I'm saying? That's what God said. He used you and me for to make Israel jealous. That kind of takes us down a notch, don't it? God used the Gentile people, Douglas, and the Bible says it. He comes out and says it. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm not reading the scriptures, but he said that he used us, the Gentiles, to make Israel jealous. Because look at here. Israel, I was their husband. But they, they wouldn't give me the attention. They wouldn't honor me like they should honor. And it's through their disobedience and their disbelief that we have had an opportunity for salvation. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And as the scriptures, I just got through reading through Romans. You know, we were up above that in the other places. We, we were grafted in. But then the Bible says he's going to go back to the natural branch. That's what this is all about tonight. That's what this covenant is about. But now, the, the church because of the Holy Ghost and we becoming the bride of Christ. We're going to be reigning with Christ during that thousand years. And we got we got a place and position now that never will be taken away. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But that kingdom uh, that that Christ is going to set up you know, everybody knows all the, everything. You know, they're going to says we're going to beat uh, 
uh, weapons in the plowshares, uh, and peace is going to be on. It's going to be a. It's going to be a wonderful time, and uh, millennial the millennial kingdom, and and that's going to that's going to be for a thousand years, and we're going to uh, uh, rule and reign those who do not take the mark of the beast and follow his image is going to rule and reign with, well, with Christ a thousand years. And then after the thousand years, people say, well, here's where some people get mixed up. They say, well, you know, what about, what about heaven? Well, after the thousand years, that city is going to come down from God. You find this in Revelation. Set down on that new earth, and praise God, it's just going to be forever and ever and ever and ever. Glory to God, Amen. So, the kingdom covenant is where God finally keeps His promise that He made through Abraham that all Israel is going to be going to be saved. Hallelujah, Amen. Anybody got any comments or any something, anything you'd like to add or question about what we? talked about on this tonight.